Well, tonight, as we dig into the word, um, I just want to talk to you for a little bit. And I know this is probably going to feel a little bit different than typically what we would do um, when it comes time to discuss the word. But, um, you know, as we get closer and closer to officially reopening the church building, uh, for some, there's a lot of excitement. Um, you know, they're pumped and they can't wait. Um, I talked to uh, someone just this week who's interested in, in coming to the church, um, someone who had found us online. And, uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're just clawing at the door, um, some people would say. You know, for others, there's a level of anxiety. Um, for some of you, you're, you know, you're hearing this now and you're saying, wait, wait hold on, wait, we're actually, we're going back to church again? Uh, but, but I want to give you a little bit of the perspective that I have from kind of where I've been, um, where I've been sitting here. Um, I haven't just been sitting here the whole time, right? No, I have not been. Uh, for months now, uh, we've been doing this virtual church, right? You guys tune in, you see some worship, a little bit of announcements and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, you know, I really think, honestly, with the resources and the time that we have as a church, I really think that um, our church has done an amazing job during this. Um, and, you know, I was kind of just sitting today um, thinking about that, thinking about what has happened, um, what's happened since March 14th. Like when you start saying March 14th and it's May 30th, that's a lot of time, guys. That's a, that's a lot of time that's passed. And, and, and so, um, I wanted to take a little bit just to talk about some of the things that we've done during that time. We This is our 11th virtual service that we've actually done. Now, that's no small feat in itself. I can tell you editing and time and videos and everything that happens with that, um, it's exciting. Um, and uh, really, uh, it's always beautiful to see how it comes together and um, but this is our 11th virtual service. That's 11 services where we didn't, you know, get to hug one another. Um, 11 services where I wasn't interrupted mid-preaching um, to hear Jimmy yell, Ford sucks. <laughs> um, um, I didn't, I didn't have Chris and Kristen to lean on. For doing, that. I didn't have Karen heckling me. I didn't. There's so there's so many things, guys, that um, you know that we didn't have in those eleven services. Things that I miss, things that I, I genuinely miss. You know, joking about Billy. You know, um, uh, slamming me through a table or hitting me with a chair or or, or whatever the story might be. Um, but it's interesting in those eleven virtual services. Okay. We had over 156 hours of our videos watched, okay? 156 hours of watch time. This is how long people actually watched our videos. 156 hours combined. Just for some context, the two months prior to this, we only had 38 hours watched, right? So we have been presenting the Word of God, presenting moments of worship to our community in a new way 
that they've responded to. We conducted our Easter service online. That's a crazy service to do online. We conducted our Mother's Day service online with a beautiful tribute for our mamas from, from our kiddos, right? We had two of our students graduate from high school. We have had so many of you that have stepped up in so many different ways. Our worship team, they have, and I always use this term and they love it. Our worship team has been stretched. They have been stretched. I can feel Tiff shaking her head up and down right now. They've been stretched by individually recording parts. And let me explain something to you. When you, I, I, I'm like super tempted in this video to put some clips in here, but they would kill me. Uh, but when you listen to only the harmony of someone singing and there's no music and there's nothing in the background, I mean, it's like, and it is amazing. <laughs> Every time people would send me clips and they'd be like, um, just so you know, this sounds horrific. Um, so you'll probably just need to mute me the whole time. But once we bring it together, it sounds great. Um, anyways, um, but that's been, that's been difficult, right? That's been a, that's been a big, big stretch on them. Um, Billy and Kim have done Zoom youth group meetings. Like, now, I would like to believe that maybe the youth are a little bit easier to manage when they're in front of their screen, since that's what they want to do anyways. I don't know. Um, Kim Pendergrass has led Zoom women's discipleship. If you, if I would have asked Kim outside of COVID-19 to lead a discipleship group via Zoom, she'd be like, are you kidding me? Why? Um we had people do surprise drop off for the RC kids with goodies and um, amazing ways that that each of you have stepped up. There's so many different things there. We've remained boldly generous as a church. Praise God for that. I mean, we we gave away 50 large pizzas in the community, and I've still heard from people about that. And I'm going to talk about it a little later. Um, but we're about to be able to do another huge giveaway um, in the upcoming week. And uh, that's because of your generosity. We launched a Getting Bolder campaign during a pandemic, people. That is, that is, that is crazy, okay? Most people would never even attempt this during a pandemic, right? And to date, we've raised almost $7,000. That's 15% of our goal to buy the building right out. $7,000. Raising $7,000 during a pandemic, that is no small feat. And I believe that we're going to be over that $10,000 mark here very, very soon. And so I, I want you to know this, to see how much we have accomplished, even though we haven't been together, right? And I'm amazed. It's incredible. And so, I, you know, Listen, many people have a perspective of real church Goshen. Um, many people actually mistake us to think that we're some huge church. Um, I, I get questions all the time. Um, where is, where is real church based out of? Uh, well, Goshen, Ohio, we're, we're right over here. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, where is real church 
corporate? Where are your corporate? Where like where's your main campus? It's we're in Goshen. We're right here in Goshen, Ohio. Um, and you know they think we're this big church with all of these resources, but really what we are is we are a resourceful church, right? We properly use and prepare resources so that we're able to be effective no matter what the situation, whether we're in a pandemic or we're not in a pandemic. We are committed to serving and loving our community. It would have been very easy for us as a church to all of a sudden become very inwardly focused at this time, right? Stockpile everything that we have, make sure that we're safe, Make sure that we're going to be able to weather this. We don't know how long it's going to happen. No, we no we we can't give to missions right now because we don't we don't know if we're going to be able to survive. We can't we can't do anything uh, towards generosity in the community right now because we don't know what's going. To, we we can't help. That's not what we did, right? That's not who we are. Okay, so hear my heart when I say this. Thank you. Okay, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your encouragement. You have no clue what your encouragement has done for us during this time. Has it been difficult? Absolutely. Of course it has, right? And it's interesting because this is really leading directly into the conversation that I want to have with you today. But at the heart of who we are as a church is we are a relational church, okay? What we do and how we interact is dependent primarily on being active in relationships. That's that's literally who we are. And it's very interesting for us because, you know, I've said many, many times that real church, you know, the real church experience isn't built from an experience and a service, right? It's built from a series of experiences surrounded by people who genuinely love you and care for you. Even though we may have little differences in theology, right? We have big connections through compassion and love for each other. That's who we are, right? And I've always said, you know, we may not have the best preaching, right? We may not have the fullest worship team with every instrument and the proper technique for everything being leveraged and and all the lights and, and all that stuff, right? We may not have all that. We may not have all of the programs, right? And every workshop to fill every need. Oh, you're a single mom with one and a half kids. We have a program for you. Okay, that wouldn't make sense, okay? Maybe it would make sense. I don't know, okay? Just go with me. We don't have all that, right? That's not That's not who we are. You know, it's it's... You know, there, there's a, there's a, this thought with churches that we have to do everything so we can hit every single group. And the reality is that's not, that's not us. And we, we believe in breaking down every barrier, not just denominational barriers. We believe in breaking down generational barriers where we don't want everyone separated. We want to come together as a body. We want to be together as a body. It's important for us. But even though we may not fill everything else, right? We may not have the best preaching. We may not have every guitarist under the sun that we're supposed to have. We may not have um, every program that you can imagine. But we will build relationships. And we will connect people to the body of Christ. And we will do it very, very well. That's who we are. 
we are a relational church. And so when you take a relational church and you take away our ability to be together, that's difficult. It's difficult on the DNA of who we are, right? But we will build relationships and we will connect people to the body of Christ. Whether you are broken or whether you are whole, whether you are hurt or you are healed, you are angry or you are happy, you are depressed or you are uplifted, wherever you sit, we want to connect you into the body of Christ. And like I said, this time is difficult for a church like us because when you're a relational church, cutting out our ability to connect in person, our ability to embrace someone who is in need, our ability to encourage someone through a word of prayer by laying hands on them and praying for them, that's difficult. That is that is a connection point that is in the DNA of who we are. But we are about to start a transition and it's going to allow us to get back to who we are as a church. Will there be some changes? Yes, of course there will be, okay? And I'll cover those at the end of service as we talk about what it looks like on June 13th. But it's important to understand this. We are coming back to be the church that God has called us to be. And with that, I think it's important tonight for us to revisit what does that church look like? Who is real church? For us, that's a very simple question to answer. We're real church. Real stands for relationships evangelism, authenticity, and love. You'll actually see them on my books right here. Rusted Grains made for us. Relationships, evangelism, authenticity, and love. These are the four things that we focus on in everything that we do. You know, are we creating opportunities for healthy relationships to be formed to strengthen the body of Christ? Are we reaching out to the community to create opportunities for evangelism? Are we living authentic lives in accordance with the word of God? And are we sharing the love of God with each other in the community that we are in? See, this is what it means to be a part of real church. This is how it looks. This is how it sounds. It's not a specific worship style. It's not a specific preaching style. It's not a specific program. It's not a, a, the way that we do the lights, people. It is the nature of connection as Christ has called us to be a body. Not, not anything but a body, connected. See, we all know that Hebrews 10.25 tells us to not neglect meeting together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. See, I say that to remind you of this. There are people who have experienced a 12-week break from being active in the body of Christ. And we don't want this time to have been a time of falling away. Proverbs 27, 17 says that iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. It's in this process of connection, co-laboring, that we become effective in the body of Christ. And I do not want us to come back together 
being ineffective. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. See, when we come back together, we are not doing so as a spiritually distant church. We are not disconnected from God, church. We are not disconnected from his promises. We are not disconnected from his word. We are not disconnected from who he is. COVID-19 did not take away the power that is found in the gospel. If any power was removed, it was because we stopped it. It was because we stopped declaring it. We stopped living in faith. So I say, I say all of that to say this to you tonight. Okay. It's time to come home. Now there are a lot of opinions about what we should or shouldn't do. I've read article after article and statement after statement. Okay. And as I've said many, many times before, there's no correct way to do this to please everybody. There's just not. But what I will tell you is this. We are a church of faith. And I don't say that in a mocking or disrespectful way, okay? But the nature of who we are is founded on the idea that we serve a God who has the keys of death in his hands. No one else's, right? Then as we believe that, we apply faith where fear attempts to triumph. We apply confidence where anxiousness rises up. And we apply the word of God, which is always true and is always applicable where confusion abounds. We are real church. Do we have it all figured out? Nope. I say all the time, I'm still, tr- I'm, I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out, right? <laughs> but we serve a God who does. He has it all figured out. So for all those questions, for all those things that are stirring through your mind, I want, I want you to know this. God is not up there twiddling his thumbs trying to figure out what the crap is he going to do now. He has you. He has you in his hands. He has us as a body in his hands. He has the bride of Christ in his hands. And so I want to say to you that I am so looking forward to being with you, to being real church, to encouraging you, to embrace you, to comfort you, to do everything as Jesus would have done, and that is to be the body. So I cannot wait to be with you. I want to pray for you and tell you that no matter what, it's okay. Okay? I love you. I love you if you're here on June 13th smiling. I love you if you're here on June 13th and you got a bubble over in your entire body. I love you if June 13th comes and you say, sorry, pastor, I'm going to watch online. I'm okay. But know this, we love you. And we are a relational church. 
And God is bringing us back together and he's bringing us back to be relational, to be who we are as a church. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for what you have done in this time. God, to hear how much we've actually accomplished when maybe sometimes we felt like we were standing still or running in place. Thank you for provision. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for teaching us all oh, so much during this time. And I pray, Father, that as we move into this next transition, God, I pray that your hand would be upon every single one of us. God, that everyone under the sound of my voice right now, that they would feel such a peace in their heart. God, no torment, no anxiousness, no frustrations, no anger, but peace. God, we trust you in what you are doing. We trust that what you are doing in us now is preparing us for more. God, help us as we come together. Keep us safe. Protect our families. Protect our loved ones. But God, help us reach this community with the love that you have given us. Let us be real church as you have called us to be. Let us live that out in everything that we do. We honor you and we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.